What's good, y'all? My name is Dylan Green, and this is Real Notes, a space dedicated to blurring the cultural and artistic lines between rap and film. I'm here to chop it up with everyone from rappers and producers to journalists and video directors about their relationship to movies and how, if at all, film inspires their craft. My guest this week is St. Louis-based producer Sovereign. We spoke about BMF and the 50 Cent Cinematic Universe, Dexter, Weeds, M. Night Shyamalan's Devil, moving from playing the violin to beat making, her history with LimeWire, being inspired by the world building on Enter the Wu-Tang 36 Chambers, her production process, her growing discography, and linking with West Side Gun and Griselda to create Hell on Earth Part 2. Come fuck with us. What's cracking, everybody? Welcome back to Real Notes. Um, th- yeah, the, the number doesn't matter. We're just kind of we're just kind of freestyling through life right now, and it feels great. Um, Dylan, Cinema Sci, uh, do a lot of shit. I got a lot of names. Those those are two of them. Um, uh, yeah, it's like yeah, we were just talking about this off camera, but I haven't really been sleeping the last couple of days. It's been a, it's been a rough two and a half weeks, but you know we're here. Uh, we're thriving and we got somebody very special in the building today. Um, she's been moving and shaking for quite a while now. And um, she's hit a point now. She's hit, she's, she's hit this really dope threshold. Um, really great producer out of fucking, out of fucking St. Louis. Um, working with all sorts of people that we're going to get into later. I don't want to spoil anything yet, but um, we got Sovereign. We got Sovereign in the house. Thank you for coming. I really appreciate you coming on my shit. Yeah. I appreciate you, man. Sure. Yeah, anytime. Ah, yeah. No, nah, it's just like, you know, cause um I think uh I think we were both we were both at um we were both at supply and demand and we didn't get to meet because I didn't know you were there. <laughs> but um that really like I just, just popped up. I just popped up, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I feel like a lot of people just popped up. It was definitely one of those just like pop-up type events, you know? Like For sure. And just to, and just to like, see, just like, see the progress you've made over the course of the last, like, what's it been like five, maybe six months, like July to November is four months. Right. I I, I don't, I don't know what the, I don't know what the timeline is. Yeah. Something like this. Something like that. Yeah. It's just a lot going on. So, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. So I'm going to ask you the first question I ask everybody who comes on here. Uh, what was the last movie or TV show you watched that you had a strong opinion about? Um, that's a good question. Let's see. I don't know. I'm really into BMF right now. So, I mean, a lot of, I mean, everybody's fucking with that right now. So I don't want to name right. something generic, but like, shit, um, like one of my favorites is Dexter. Um, that shit just came back, like you know, randomly. So, oh, so that's yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been catching up on that. I've been watching, you know, the first joint, like over. Like I've I've watched it like fucking four times, but like I'm rewatching that, and um, I know the the new joint already dropped, so I kind of timed it off. But I'm gonna get there. I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch the new joint. And I don't like watching shit like as it comes out. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just yeah. like it's too much. Like it's too suspenseful. So I just take my time. Like I like when a show like get into it for you know a few episodes at least, and I can kind of like binge it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But 
but yeah, that's why like BMF is killing me because it's like they about they they skipping weeks now and it's like ah you can't do that. So that's but, that's yeah, those, those are some shits I'm watching right now. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else, but yeah, those are those those are the two I'm like looking forward to every week and shit. I feel that. Um, I was talking. Uh, I was talking to my homie Grand National about BMF a couple weeks ago. I haven't started it yet, but I've been hearing great things about it. Yeah, and, no, uh, you're lucky. Uh, I wish I could like erase shit in my head and like restart it and just watch it from the beginning because like uh, <laughs> that shit is fire. Like they, yeah, 50, 50 owns TV right now. Like it's crazy. Yeah, like, yeah so. he's got he's got his whole like. Like, I forget who said it, but somebody mentioned something along the lines of, like, 50s making his own, like, cinematic universe over at Stars. Like, it's about to, it's yeah. about to have, like, the whole Avengers with, like, everybody from Power and shit. Like, you know I mean, you got all these different versions of it. It's like, yo, I can't even keep up. Like, I just saw the other day, like, the um, the ghost one got another season. And I was like, wait, I thought I was done with that. Like, I forgot. I'm just, like, all switched around, so... But that's that's what I, I look forward to that one too, because you know I'm all caught up in in that world as well, so I'm waiting on that shit. Well, it's never over, you know. Like he, he he's right, gonna right, he's right. he's gonna run that shit forever. Like he like like I no, feel I like I love it. I yeah. love it. Like, yeah, no, no, the, I'm first happy. Joint, the first joint that like introduces you is crazy because it's like you don't even know what's gonna. You know what I'm saying? You know you have no idea what's to come, and then when it happens, you're like. Right, how did we get here? You know, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, like I, it's like uh, like Fifty is such a particular. Like he's such an interesting dude because like because like because like you know obviously he stopped making music and he was into like more investment shit and then right. like and then just out of nowhere he was like I want to make this show called Power you know and like people were like oh you know like people kind of did it because he was Fifty but then like but then it just took off. And I'm it's not gonna. Like, lie. <laughs> at all until this year because i like I, I knew somebody that was watching and i was like ah, i don't like that like reality like dramatic like you know what i'm saying i, I had like a misconstrued idea of what it was and then when i you know when i finally watched it this year i'm like oh man i was i was sleeping i was fucking up so yeah, it's never too late you know like but like- yeah yeah I don't like them like like too dramatic like reality soap opera type shits like i don't like you know what I'm saying? Right, but yeah. the act is on point. So you got to appreciate that. Like, it's just, you know, shit can get kind of corny sometimes. Oh, totally. Yeah. Nah. Like, it, and, 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 and like, from what I've seen and everything, like, that's one of the things I always appreciate about power is that like all the act, like, like they managed to fit Kendrick in there and not have him be like Kendrick Lamar, right. you know, like that's pretty crazy. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> It's like, yo, like, I was bugging the fuck up when I saw that part, bro. It just, they implemented that well. It was funny. It was funny. Yeah, just, just, yeah, just him selling the bike to bro, like that. Yeah, it's just, just too fucking much. Like, (laughs) (laughs) oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, but yeah, what about, um, but what about Dexter? Cause like, cause like, okay, I gotta ask, how did you feel about the ending? Cause I know a lot of people didn't like that. <laughs> I hate it, right? I'm just I'm with everybody else. Like I hate it. I hated the ending. It didn't make sense. It was like, boom, like it's over. Like you know what I'm saying? It just it just was like I guess it made sense, but it's also like 
really? You, the, the whole shit throughout was just impeccable. Like it was just so strategically created and written and just the acting was beautiful. And then it's just like all of a sudden, you know, after Deb, I feel like the at, after the point of Deb discovering who Dexter really was is when shit kind of started to go downhill. Cause I feel like they they really just mishandled how like how she handled that information. Like they they mishandled the the you know the writings. Like I, I don't think it should have, you know what I'm saying? She she ended up killing LaGuerta, all this type of crazy shit. Like what the fuck? Um but yeah, it was it was just wild. Um you know, it's, I don't like the part where, I don't know if I'm spoiling it for people who haven't watched it, but you're late, so it's not my fault. Yeah, but, shit is a decade old. <laughs> exactly, but, like, the like the part where fucking, you know, he, like, dumps her body in the ocean, like, I was like, bruh, like, no, like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, you're literally, <laughs> she's going out, essentially, the way you yo victims was going out and that's just not cool like you just gonna dump her in the ocean but yeah nah i don't fuck with that shit i don't fuck with that shit so that's why i'm finishing it i'm like really i'm at the part where i start not liking it so i'm on season seven right now i think like that like towards the end like episode eight or nine so yeah. i'm like finishing up the part that like it, just now it starts to get like ah you know, because Deb's gonna fucking die. Laguerre's gonna die. Everybody's gonna fucking die. And, you know, but anyway, when I finish that, I'm excited to watch the new shit because, you know, Harrison's grown. Like, I don't know what's gonna happen. Right. Yeah. Like, it, it's like, I never, I never really expected them to come back and kind of like try to fix it and just like I, even exactly, just I like, it. like, yo, eight seasons. Like, what are you gonna do? Yeah. You know, <laughs> but. But yeah, no, I'm excited. So, I mean, the first episode dropped, I feel like it's Sundays, I guess, every Sunday. Yeah, something like that. So, um, what I'd be losing track of days. It's Wednesday. So it's like, yeah. okay, so boom. So I'll probably be done like by the time the next joint comes out and then I can just watch the two episodes. So, but yeah, that's that's my plan. Felt. Yeah, we'll like. See. We'll see what they do. We will see if they fumble it. <laughs> we'll see what they do. <laughs> yeah. I um what's it called? I first started I first started Dexter when I first got a Netflix account. And like me and my homie Steve, shout out to Steve. We were uh we we watched the first episode of Dexter and the first episode of Weeds in the same night. And yeah. like yeah, I haven't watched Weeds though. Weeds I've seen is, we, that. Weeds was tight. Like I kind of like like I feel like Weeds has a similar problem to Dexter because like a lot of people okay. are gonna say the first three seasons are great. I like the first five seasons. Like okay. season six is where things started to get really stupid and fucked up. And then they kind of like they didn't exactly stick the landing at the end, but like season seven and eight were both better. But like yep. but like we started that we started those shows the same night, right? And he ran through all of Dexter in two weeks and then i ran through all the weeds in two weeks <laughs> like, i swear that's how it be man it's just like yo i don't have at this point i have nothing else better to do in my life yo this is crazy and yeah that's i swear that's how i was with dexter though like i binged the shit out of it yeah but yeah i i i've started weeds i feel like i watched like two episodes so i don't know what what happened but but that it's was cool. a minute that was yeah, a minute ago 
right like yeah, yeah like weeds is really cool I, i've been meaning to go back and rewatch it and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna talk about the ending or i'm not gonna uh, i'm not gonna say what <laughs> happens but if, only for the sake of i might watch it now that you mention it because i just you know i like to get like recommendations and shit just because like it's on it was on netflix right you know half the shit on netflix is bullshit so yeah. Like, eh, you know do i want to waste my time or do i want to just ask somebody like hey is this worth you know worth watching but to me but, it's like, worth I, it i recommend shit to people all the time all the time and they're like oh um breaking bad that's that's you know that's not realistic he's a fucking teacher selling math like you know but it's like it's entertainment it's a good show it's you know what yeah. i'm saying like that like it's not supposed to be perfect you know unless you want to unless you literally want to watch it that's based on reality all the time you know what i'm saying yeah that's like i love breaking bad too by the way like breaking bad is that's a good one yeah 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 i feel like you know the acting is 10 out of 10 you know the fucking the cinematography whatever you want to call it all the you know all that shit is just like great yeah, nah, it's like in, in that time period, that era too. They different. Right. Nah, like it was and like 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 I started watching it before I realized that the guy who uh the guy who created it, like I think he directed an episode of the X Files or some shit. And oh, for okay. some reason I was like, okay, like this makes like this makes perfect sense to me. Like I don't I don't know why that made sense, but like um I ran through, I ran through it real fast. And then, but, but like one time I remember, I think uh, I had nothing to do during the summer and I ran through the second half of season four in a day. So like, I just watched like nine episodes back to back to back from like 12 in the afternoon to nine o'clock at night. It was, that was, it was, it was one of the ones. Uh, Like, I'll never do that again with a show like that because, like, that, that shit is draining, bro. Like, <laughs> that shit hurt. <laughs> like, I know. Uh, back then, I, I mean, I could do that and then sleep, like, the whole next day because I didn't have any obligations. <laughs> but, like, you know, I gotta, I gotta, you know, spread it out. But I still, I mean, you know, if I feel like it, I'll take a three or four hour episode break binge. Yeah. Yeah. It's it like it's just like Breaking you know, Bad in particular because it's like oh no I'm sorry I didn't mean to cut you off oh no you're good I was just saying turn in the, you know seven thirty boom turn that on get you a few episodes in pass the fuck out felt, that's how I all all of my shows felt like Breaking Bad in particular had me like depressed because like just like at the end like you know of course like Gus dies at the end of season four and that's crazy but then like but then you but then you find out that Walt poisoned the kid with the fucking plan and I'm just like ah. Like I was just that that shit really just had me gone. Like man, no, this shit is crazy. I swear I got I was re-watching that shit too, but I, I got cut off. I think I started watching Dexter. But yeah, I should I forgot half the shit of that. I, I watched it when it was first coming out. So that was kind of a minute ago. Right. So I gotta, yeah, I gotta brush up on that too. Yeah, I also never saw El Camino either, and I've been meaning to watch El Camino, the movie they did. Oh, I haven't seen that. It's a um, uh, it's like it follows Jesse after um, uh, after the uh, um, after the show ends. Like, there's like a oh. whole little like mini epilogue with him, just like 
I, I don't know exactly what it's about outside of that, but it's just Jesse. It's just more Jesse, you know. Word, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, like the Better Call Saul. I was kind of watching that like a couple episodes, but I was like, eh, I really don't care about dude. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's a first i've never i've never i've never met anybody who wasn't fucking with saul goodman that's pretty crazy Nah, i really don't care about dude i don't know he just gets on my nerves <laughs> I yeah i get i get that i get that it's just like a a bug you know like just bugs you yeah <laughs> yeah i i you're like i don't know it's just like there was a oh man i forget who tweeted it but like somebody tweeted some crazy shit about uh about like it was something about comedy and them like not appreciating like comedy that's about bad people and being like oh like it's not good to like watch comedy that like revolves around bad people and i was like he, and, 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 and like he used seinfeld as an example i'm i'm not a fan of seinfeld i'm gonna put that out there but I love comedy about bad people. Like, like, yeah, like comedy you know. about bad people is some of the best that you could that you, that you could like watch. So it's it was just weird to hear somebody say that. Like, oh, it's just like it's not like it's glamorizing people. Like, the whole point is that you need to be like laughing at bad people, you know? And like, that's fine to do sometimes. Like, <laughs> right? Exactly. Yeah. It does. Yeah. You don't have to take. I mean, there are people out there that take everything serious. You know what I mean? So those yeah. are just. But yeah, I mean, you got to be able to laugh at certain shit, you know. Yeah, and that's kind, and that's kind of how I feel about Saul Goodman. But he's a little, like, I could totally, I could totally see why he, because like he's a bad person, but he's also just like annoying on top of that, you know. Like so, like you said, he's a bug. So that's what I mean. Like he, his character might be kind of funny and cool, but like he is just annoying. Like yeah. Certain certain characters are just like ah, stop talking. <laughs> he, he's just got a punchable face on top of that too. It's just it, like exactly, exactly. That's hilarious. So, like, if I like, if I send a text, does this do I cut you off? Uh, I don't think so. Try it and see, because I've never done that before so uh sorry my brain just my brain just like <laughs> elapsed for a second um okay so you have a pretty solid base when it comes to stuff like this it seems and um let's run it back real quick what's the like for you like growing up like what's the first movie experience you can remember having like it could be at like the movie theater it could be at your cousin's house like what's the first time you remember like watching and experiencing a movie Wow. Got me reflecting. Okay, let's see. Because, I mean, I, I watched a lot of movies. I'm not going to lie. Like, a lot, a lot. Um, let's see. Okay, let me think of the name. What was this shit called? Uh, like, you know, when you're first allowed to, like, go to the movies with your friends by yourself and shit? I mean, oh, back yeah. in the day that was normal <laughs> you know what I'm um probably was like you know 11 something like that um let me see it was uh the devil or something was it called the devil where oh they- the the movie where they're stuck in the elevator yeah that yeah was- <laughs> that's devil <laughs> i was scared as a motherfucker like 
yo like that shit was creepy and that's just my first like memory being scared shitless like with like just me and my group of friends just you know alone at the movies and shit um shit i mean as a kid too like i'll say like around this time um my mom and dad always watched sleepy hollow for halloween like the legend sleepy hollow the old shit um and then um on christmas shit as a family we always watch um uh christmas story you know the classic and this other one called surviving christmas that was like our classic family traditional little shit we watched together so okay like since i was like six or seven (laughs) so that yeah those are those are memorable ones i actually like i'm so corny that i looked up um surviving christmas like i think a few weeks ago i found it on some app and i just watched it like i do shit like that (laughs) i mean that's okay like movie movies kind of have that effect on people you know like i think um yeah like i remember sitting in the basement we had like a semi-finished basement um you know it was like you know big ass box tv and like you know a nice stretched out couch and we'd all just sit as a fucking family and watch that shit you know so so that's definitely one of them ones what's it called yeah you know like moment moments like that are beautiful because like i just ran um what's it called i had a i had a really similar experience with a completely different kind of movie like a week ago um i was um i was looking for this crazy anime that i love called paprika that came out in like oh six oh okay it's um like I'm trying to think of how to describe this fucking movie. It's like somebody creates this machine that lets people go into, like it lets people go inside people's dreams and like live them. And like psychiatrists and therapists are using it to help people like, you know, like translate their dreams and get over like, you know, childhood trauma and all of that. And somebody steals the machine and starts like, and starts using it to like jump between people's dreams and then the dreams like hop out of people's heads and come into the real world it's really weird and like bonkers bro it's that's dope yeah it's crazy yeah it's it's, um make like a real a real version of that like you know a real life you know with people and shit that would be hard it's it's funny you say that because a lot of people feel like uh christopher nolan's inception is kind of like uh like kind of ripped it off a lot <laughs> and okay. uh kind of which i know like a lot of people have seen that i don't think i've seen that it's uh it's good um inception's cool i like paprika more but like i'm i'm a i'm like they're both really how cool it's just all... how old is that anime uh yeah i'm, I'm gonna say i think it came out in 06 so it's got to be like fit oh, wow that's really yeah, let me let me double check that real quick because I'm pretty sure that was 06. Might have been a little later than that. Uh, let me see. Yeah, 06. Wow, that movie's 15, okay. son. That's crazy. So, but like, I but like I was I was looking for it and I found like I couldn't 
<laughs> I had to I had to get a subscription for a whole new streaming service just to watch it. And I'm watching it and I was like, yeah, no, nah, this is worth it. Like I didn't it, like it's not really like a traditional type of movie for me, but it's a uh, it just feel it just felt good to watch again because it yeah. was something that I just loved when I was younger. So like for sure. Let's do it. Yeah, man. Like it's like it's never I never I never really feel like that shit is corny. Like I think it's cool to kind of just like go back and you know like test stuff that you used to like and see like how you it's like like to see if it holds up and see if your tastes have changed and like it's just like checking in with yourself, you know? Like it's like a it's 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 like a little mental gut check. I like that type <laughs> of shit. For sure. Um so, so, so like, as you kind of grew up and more things start to happen and you kind of get more of like a basis and like an understanding for movies and shit, like, was there a movie, like, was there any sort of movie that made you kind of like fall in love with the art form? Like, like not even, not even just in terms of like the artfulness of it, but just like, just like if you've like connected with it in a way that you didn't before, like on like an emotional level or something like that. Hmm. Let's see, a movie I connected with. Uh, I don't know. I'm I don't know. I don't know if I ever really looked at movies that introspectively until I was in my twenties. Like right. I didn't dissect, you know what I mean, the art of it or just the what you know what it takes to put into it or just the whole piecing it together until I was in my 20s just because um I'm with someone that is into that and is into movie production so I kind of just you know picked up on certain things and just um you know developed a more of an appreciation for it but I don't know like I could tell you probably a tv show though that like I would say Law and Order that is works. like one of those ones that just um, well I mean it's a classic but it's just the way it's put together um, maybe not maybe not a hundred percent of the time but it's it's pretty well balanced and you know I just have a, an appreciation for the way it's set up um, and just. I don't know how to say it just the the balance the balance of the characteristics right which uh which law and order like just like the regular one I like, or like I like both I mean well I know there's a lot more I I mean both when I say both I mean um the regular and the SVU but I mean now right, there's yeah. like organized crime and criminal intent and i don't really i've watched a couple episodes of those ones but um but i really like um the right you know the classic joint sometimes svu is like a little much but um but yeah but yeah that's that's something that's like prominent in my life i guess that like has an impact yeah, I feel like I feel like I feel like a lot of people around our age love Law and Order. Like I grew, you know, like I grew up watching SVU like crazy, and it was mm -hmm. just kind of like always on, and just like a, 
it was just like a fixture, you know, like whether like my parents were watching it or like my sister had a huge phase with like all the law and orders. Like, like we started watching trial by jury, like one of like the really, uh, really short run ones. Like the, the, the obsession was a lot for a little bit, but like, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's all, that's all my mom watched for a period. So I didn't even realize that's what it was until I got a little older and started watching it myself. <laughs> I didn't even, you know, I put the background music together and was like, oh, that's crazy. So. And, 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 and yeah, you know, you, you know, you talk about fucking talk about fucking like theme songs and background music. Like it really doesn't get more iconic than Law and Order. Everybody knows the song. Exactly. Like. <laughs> exactly. That's that shit. So however they try to modernize it, I'll always fuck with the classic joint right right like <laughs> it's like i remember i remember the first time i started watching svu and uh i was really confused to see that ice t was a cop because like i already knew who he was yeah. and i was like why yeah. is he a cop like it's so weird <laughs> no that definitely would be weird like if you didn't know at first you're like what the fuck yeah but yeah. shit he's getting that bag though so hey man yeah you know i'm 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 not mad at it i was just like like i don't know why but like i when you're a kid or when you're younger you're like what (laughs) like for some reason like it it, like it happened way before like i think either of us even realized it but like i feel like i had already known about cop killer for some reason but like i don't know why like uh, like i can't even put my thing i can't even put my finger on it but like it's just i just remember being really perplexed like why am i why am i watching this and and, and then of course you know you see like new jack city it's like oh he's been doing this forever like he's always been a cop like (laughs) it's just you know that shit is just funny to me um but uh you know like let's hop over let's hop over to music real quick you know like as you're you know like as you continue to grow like when did you when did you first fall in love with music like when did it really first come into your life? Um, shit. I mean, I've always loved music. Um, I started playing the violin when I was about eight or nine. Um, I was in second grade, so whatever that is, and I just, you know, kept going with it. I played through high school. Um, I always like really had an appreciation for it. Like, you know, when you're a kid, like people are like, you're fucking lame. Like, you know, you're a dweeb, <laughs> you know, yeah. and you're like in friendship. But no, I love that shit. Like, I didn't let anybody talk me out of it or whatever. Um, I just wish I would have continued like after high school. Um, obviously, after that, you have to pay for that shit. So, <laughs> yeah. um, but I just would like to, you know, pick it back up and um, probably get some lessons at first just to brush up and um, get my finger strength and muscle memory and coordination back and all that shit. Um, but, but yeah, that's probably like the point when I knew like I might be able to do something different than like everybody else or different, you know, than say normal people but um but yeah and I definitely want to incorporate it into my production eventually so hell yeah like that's uh so like you said you said you played up until high school 
Yeah, like I played through high school, like through I think the beginning of my senior year, and then I couldn't fit it after that. But um, I kind of I probably picked it up like three times after that, um, just because you know life and. I did start college for a little bit, but I was like, fuck this. Um, I, I just wasn't prepared to spend four years doing something that I, I didn't really exactly want to do. So um, I got out of there. And after that, I pretty much didn't pick it up. Um, and then it actually got damaged. Um in like a really bad storm. So uh, the wood was pretty decayed and just broken. So right. I have to get a new one, but it's all good. And you know, like new beginnings, you wanna, you wanna, you, you wanna start it back up. Like it's, you know, it only makes sense to just go with a new one. Exactly. And I mean, it was just sad at the time because I had it for so long. I had it since started. So it was like, damn, I (laughs) I fucked up. Like I had this case that it was more cloth than, um, you know, the plastic or whatever the harder one is made out of. Um, That's what fucked me over. But (laughs) and I had some music. stashed like you know around it and stuff they got destroyed and just wet so um but yeah it's cool I mean it lasted you know 15 years it was probably like a thousand dollar violin I don't know so I like, it got as much right and now nah, like and like that wood shit is real like it, it's like just kind of like growing with an instrument is really something that like 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 I feel like people who don't play instruments and like haven't really or like haven't bonded with something like that don't really get yeah what that entails because like I don't it's, um, it's a bond for real that's why yeah. I was like I, I mean I cried when I saw it I was like oh my god I kind of broke down for just a little you know five minutes but then you're like all right this is what it is and you just toss it out take the L <clears throat> but but really, when you know you could have prevented it, you kind of are like, all right, I can't be, I can't be mad. It's just, right. it's my. Yeah, yeah, you know, I get it. I used to, um, um, I used to play djembe, um, African drums, like hand drums and shit, and mm-hmm. I, and, and and like I picked one up in high school, um. And the person I bought it from, like, explained to me, like, like what the wood on the drum means and, like, how to properly tighten the skin on it. And, like, right. oh, you know, it, and, and, like I, I think I've had the skin tightened. I never had to replace it, but, like, just I've seen people who have, like, cracked their whole, like, like the whole shit of the drum. Like, the whole body is just, like, completely cracked and, like, people, like, yeah. put holes through the skin. And, like, I haven't really touched mine in a while. But, you know, like if you let it go, it, like, like if you let it go too long, the skin just starts to get really loose and like playing, it gets difficult without like accidentally puncturing because like it's, it's mostly like animal skin that well, mm-hmm. well, 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 not always. Some sometimes it's animal skin. Sometimes it's like synthetic. But uh, I just, you know, like 
it's in my closet right now. Like I'm looking at it right now. It's just like in the little bag and shit. And just like, I sometimes forget just like how much I was bonded to that thing for like a good five, six years type shit. Like it's, yeah, that shit is different, you know, like, especially when it comes to stuff that can like be affected by weather, like a violin or a drum, exactly. like that shit, that shit is real. And then you just, you regret all over again. Like, why didn't I pick it up? I like, now I don't have it. You just, you're like, ah, it's terrible. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, like, you know, like you, you know, you take those lessons and you move on and, you know, like you can just come back to it whenever you're ready type shit. Like, exactly. I don't even have time right now, <laughs> but right. I will. Um, so what, so when did rap first come into your life? Like, when did you first fall in love with that? Um, probably, probably like around the same age, um, eight or, or nine or so. Um, I mean, I guess I was first just introduced by like what was on the radio. Um, and then when I knew what I liked based off of that, I just kind of kept looking into it. You know, we were kind of limited back then, but I still had like, I still had like a loud time on the computer and shit, but obviously my parents limited it at that age. Um, but I would get on LimeWire, you know what I'm saying, and just download whatever, you know, whatever I could. And, you know, when you back then, when you would look shit up, it would give you other shit. It wouldn't just give you necessarily what you're looking up. You might get songs similar to it or whatever. And I'll just mm-hmm. dig through that. Um, YouTube, I would always just go, you know, go to other shit that was on the little side and, and listen to that. Um, but that's pretty much how I was able to even discover shit outside of the radio. Um, till like technology advanced a little bit, I guess. And I got a... Um, iPod touch so that was different for me when I got that joint you know what I'm saying so um damn man I just I started downloading shit um when I got into like underground shit um like I got into like Absol, Danny Brown, um, Schoolboy and them. And I didn't even, when I was that age like I was I was a little younger so I, I wasn't really fully grasping the concept of what a label was or what groups were or where it was from in relation to anyone else. I just was like listening to the music. <clears throat> but um, that's pretty much my first introduction to Underground would be like Absol and um, um, Mikey Rocks and um, let's see, a lot of Currency too. I'm not gonna lie, I was hip Currency. Shout out um, to Spitter, he's the best. Shout out to Spitter. I would love to work with Spitter one day. That would be dope. And Dan, Danny too. Shout out to Danny. Yeah, hell yeah, bro. Um, and the Bruisers. But um, yeah, but yeah, that was that was my introduction to the underground. So, and then when I had access, I just would keep digging. You know what I mean? So, but it, it's definitely definitely shows like the age gap just a little bit because. It's just, it's about access. It, it just depends on what your age was at, at whatever given time and, um, you know, how, how accessible that shit was. But 
But as soon like as soon as I can remember, as soon as I was capable to, I went back and just, you know, did did my research and just I just wanted to discover what I liked and and discover what I didn't like. And it's not too much I really don't like necessarily. You know what I mean? I have a pretty wide spectrum of of what I'm willing to listen to. So. good for you that's tight like a lot of people don't have that and and, and like it's cool it's kind of cool to just low tolerance i have a high tolerance you know what i mean for music yeah. because i love it i love it like i can i can you know be filled up with just more than the average person probably and, and give somebody a little more wiggle room i guess maybe because i just mm-hmm. appreciate the art of it and the vulnerability of it at the end of the day is is art to everybody you know everybody who's creating that shit so um people can be harsh you know what i'm saying so <laughs> yeah nah that's a fact <laughs> like and i think and and, and 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 like i love what you said about access because like that shit like like and i feel demographic like demographic too goes into access where you stay you know what i mean like where are you from right yeah yeah you know like uh you know like of course like of course like st louis has bred a bunch of incredible rap talent like over the course of the last however many years um right, I, feel right. like, I feel like but like i also feel like a lot of people don't really like i don't want to say people don't look at y'all like it's almost like uh i feel like the midwest in general and just like everything a little like closer to like the middle of the country people kind of sleep on y'all when it comes to just like people who like and appreciate rap culture like like yeah. like between like Missouri and Kansas and Oklahoma like people like people just kind of look at them and they're like people like pe- pe- people like rap out there like yes like there's like thriving communities out there like people are eating the shit out there like it's mean like I don't I don't really tap into the scene here if there is one at all but I'm sure there's more like I said in in a different interview before about St. Louis it's more of a art scene as far as um graphics and um you know um painting and um spoken word and things like that it's some spoken word joints here it's shit like that it's little jazz clubs here but as far as like we got like one or two venues i guess that rappers frequent to but other than that it's not um events here it's not you know what i'm saying it's not a reason to be here right um other than other than little local shits you know what i mean and then if you're not tapped into that um if like if if i don't have no place here i obviously i gotta take it elsewhere you know what i'm saying so people that say like oh if you're not on in your own city how do you expect to get on elsewhere well no i'm not that's, that's not true that's not how it works i'm not gonna get on in my city y'all don't even know what the fuck an underground is y'all too busy doing you know whatever they doing but it's not that it's not a scene um how it is in other areas it's nothing like that here you know what i'm saying so right and yeah and yeah and like I, I wasn't even talking about like like a specific like scene in the city of like as far as like as far as like artists are concerned like even just like fans you know like mm-hmm. there's just you know like i think like People just like don't expect to hear that like certain types of music reach certain parts of the country. And that's really strange right. to me because like it's everywhere, you know, like how could you 
how could how could it not be i don't know like how could how could somebody how could somebody look at a city that produced people like nelly and smino and be like oh yeah people don't listen to rap there like all right it's weird (laughs) it's weird to me it just doesn't connect it doesn't connect right and um i saw and yeah i saw that you caught the um you caught the ghost ray and fucking jizzator that that popped off um i i missed it i'm kind of mad about it but like what was that like especially at like especially in an area that doesn't really see very many big like rappers come through and shit what was that like for you yeah that's why i had to get there um i don't really know what their schedule is like and how often they're here but i know they was here and i had to go um it was dope it was fire um you know jizzle performed first um and then, then it was Ray, I think, and then Ghost. But they, Ray, they kind of came out back to back and performed together. Um, and then Jizza joined at the end again. So um, they did all the, all the classic joints that you want them to do. Um, it was fire. I was right there in the front. Um, you know, I got there early so I could get up there. Um, it was a small little venue where it was at, though. Um, the venue was pretty small. It might have been, eh, it might have been two hundred people there. Oh but, wow! Um, but yeah, um, they was in the center stage. It would have been cool if they went on one of them side joints, just because there's not a barrier, and you know you could have got closer. Maybe could have, you know, got a got a five or something. <laughs> but but. Yeah. Um, but they had the joint in the front and they were pretty far back. So, but it was cool. You know, I got the footage and um, I feel like as soon as they got done, they dipped, like they just dipped. Damn. <laughs> so it was like, damn, I can't even, you know, try and catch nobody, but nah, it was tight. It was tight. Yeah, it's cool to see, but oh, man, that sucks. Like just like being able, being able to chop it up after is always the best. Exactly. That would have been fire. But, yo, it was a moment, though. I had a moment with ghosts. Like, I feel like we kind of I was I was dead in front. You know, I feel like we kind of locked eyes and I was like rapping a part of the song. And he was looking at me with the grind face. He was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So so that was that was dope. You remember what song it was? It was I for a nine. Wow. That's wow. (laughs) That's a song. That was that shit, man. I was turned up during that. But yeah. Um uh before we move on, you just made me think of something that wow, like you really just like dug something out of my brain. Um Lupe <laughs> Fiasco came to New York, must have been like maybe like seven years ago. Uh, not not seven years ago, maybe more like four or five years ago. He did like that little for the fans tour. Um okay. and he did um he played American terrorist and I was right at the front for that shit. And I'm just like, and like, he's looking at me and I'm looking at him and I'm just like screaming all the words to American terrorist. And like, yo, like this shit is like moments like that don't happen often. Right. But when they do, it's just like, there's, there's nothing more special in the world. You know, like, it's just like, damn, <laughs> you know, like, like, damn. Even if just me and you know it happened, I'm fine with that. Like, right. you know, yeah, no, yeah. that shit happened. It's like, it's like, yo, like, 
I, I didn't get to talk to you, but that's the next best thing. You know I was there. You're going to see me one day. You know I was there. Right. Like, <laughs> you know, like, and that's something just between the two of y'all. And that's, like, exactly. that's that's more special, honestly. <laughs> um, But we'll, before we move on to your production history, um, I have one more, like, movie music thing to ask like as you're so like as you're kind of like so like as you're getting older and you're kind of establishing this foundation for both music and film like was there ever a period of time where you like consciously connected the two of them in your head and like realized that one complements the other like it could be like just like listening to like a soundtrack or something or just like a moment where like something sounded dope like a needle drop music cue or whatever but like mm-hmm. was that you ever have one of those moments um, I would just say, like, when I really started studying Wu-Tang and getting into the, into the details, um, because when you're younger, you don't understand exactly, you just, you're just taking everything in sonically, you know what I'm saying, you're not, you're not processing it technically or, you know, but when I was able to do that, it just, I think Wu-Tang is, is probably number one in opening my eyes to just creating a whole like like fucking a whole I don't know a whole brand a whole persona um and and tying movie into it you get what I'm saying and tying um action into it and like and being able to be original and still doing that and having your own shit based off of something else is crazy like you know what I mean um Probably, yeah, probably just, I would say that. I would say Wu-Tang. I think that's a great when I, answer. When I discovered Wu-Tang, so that was probably, I'm not going to lie. Um, I didn't grow up on Wu-Tang or anything like that, but right. when I first heard it, probably five years ago. That's cool. You know, like, it's really it's really never too late for this kind of thing. And like, Never, you've been- never yeah. too late. Never too late. It changed person as a as a producer and all the above so right like yeah i mean like enter the 36 chambers alone like like i can't even just yeah it's like i really couldn't put it any better than you did like just the way they managed to take the the, the way they managed to take all those clips and kind of like embed themselves like on movie create honestly it's crazy (laughs) yeah that's 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 like that's a skill, you know, like it, it's, it, it's not just like repurposing like old clips and then rapping over it. Like they really created their own universe. Like they were their they were their characters, you know, like that's, that's not nothing like that's ugh, like that, that, that album is just really crazy just for that alone. Like, even if you don't fuck with the music, like just like the vision it takes to bring something like that together with like eight exactly. nine people. Ridiculous. Exactly like um so so when did you first decide that you wanted to go from listening to rap to making it like when did the beats first come into play for you um I started on FL studio in 2017 shout out to Fruity Loops (laughs) that's that shit um but I, I I got into like garage band like kind of late 2016. Um trying to like fuck with it on my phone and shit because I was broke and that's all I had. 
Um, but I, I didn't really like dive too much into it though until 2017. I got I actually got the software um and just you know started making ass <laughs> at first. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I just I just kept going, man. I just I didn't even learn how to sample until like six months in. I was fucking trying to do melodies and shit at first and I wasn't fucking with it because you know I I was still learning I was learning how to get the plugins and the VSTs and the the different shit and um obviously we all want like the most expensive VST out there and can't you know afford it at the time so but but yeah like when I once I learned to sample though that was pretty much it just kept on going you remember you remember the first do you remember the first beat you made that you were like proud of and didn't sound like ass um i think i first published a beat in 2018 i think my first beat published was like august of 2018 so i'm not gonna lie i worked for a year year and a half until i ever posted anything you know what I'm saying? So, and that was just out of like, all right, I got, I got semi of a following here. I'm not going to like turn them all the way off. <laughs> like, you know, like, let me just wait, let me just make sure it's fire. Um, and then post that. And then, you know, surprisingly, even in the early days, I had, um, decent interaction and, and you know, decent, um listens and, and shit like that i've had some day one supporters for real i'm not gonna lie i and i really appreciate that shit so that's beautiful like and and you know like i think i like i like i think anybody willing to take their craft seriously is gonna take about that long to kind of like kind of like just figure out what works for them you know like you know like you're know, like not not everybody is about to pop out in like two months with some fire you yeah, know like I mean, it's people out there like that but shit nah i'm not a computer person that's what it is so i had right. to like really, really like get some patience about me and really be like all right boom um i mean i knew like bare minimum basics for a very long time and so i really stop being afraid of you know toying with shit looking shit up trying shit saving a bunch of fucking versions of the beat if i need to just in case i fuck it up um but but yeah that fear that fear is something that you know we don't talk about when you first getting started like not even just the fear of sharing sharing shit to you know the social media and shit but like I'm scared of just sounding ass to me. Shit. <laughs> like, right. you know, it's like, you know, you, you just be kind of just timid at first. I'm I'm definitely not that no more. So right. You know, like you gotta cut your teeth somewhere. And like it, and, and like we were saying before, it's really never too late for this shit. You know, like it's really never right. like like no matter how long it takes you, like, like you don't need to like you don't need to put it out until you're ready. You know, like right. you don't have to rush for anybody. Like it's no, 
you know, you know, you know, like it's not, it's not the fucking like mid to late nineties where people are like, Oh, you 30 and making beats anymore. Like it's not, not that shit. Like, you know, like, exactly. <laughs> No, but like, um, I think that's, I think that's social media is like one of our biggest like benefits, but also one of our greatest downfalls because it's just like, you know, we, we got the ability to share this shit to the world, you know, at our fingertips who, you know, who the fuck heard of that? Like what? Um, and then at the end of the day though, we're sitting here comparing our shit. We're sitting here. Oh damn. He made a beat. It sounds like this. My shit ass. Um, you know what I'm saying? Or he, you know, he's only been working, you know, this is, I, this isn't me. I'm just saying, you know, he's only been working two months. This motherfucker got all these placements, you know, I've been busting my ass, you know, it's just shit like that. Like, yo, nobody would know anything about that shit. If it wasn't for social media, you don't know what the next guy's doing back, back in the day. I'm saying, so it's just like, it's, it's a benefit. It's a beautiful thing to be able to network, to be able to have the access to shit. But at the end of the day, we got to stop comparing ourselves and and just, you know what I mean? Just like living through social media. Like, yo, you know, turn your phone off for a day. Go outside, man. Shit like that. You know what I mean? Tap tap in with the thing you like and just kind of like sit with it, you know? Like it's, it's, yeah if you can help it like reconnect with yourself type shit and just and and yeah just like you know we don't have yeah like, we don't always got to compare ourselves to other people because like it, it, it's so easy to get caught up in that but you know everybody's journey different man it's corny but it's true it's true it's you know like you know like cliches are cliches for a reason because like they mean <laughs> shit like <laughs> you know yeah, we've, we've been saying them for how many fucking years because they just they they hold you know right so and you know, like speaking speaking of things that hold, um, sample bag just turned a year old recently. Like, congratulations yeah. on that. Um, right on. Um, so, like, you know, just cause, just because I was curious, because I was listening to it last night, and just kind of like just kind of like sitting with those beats, and they're really they're just so atmospheric, and I just like love letting them kind of like pull up around me. Like, 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 do you feel? <laughs> of course, yeah. Like, I know it's only been a year. But like, how do you feel, or or actually, no, let me rephrase that. Do you feel like you've grown as a producer since you kind of made that stuff? Like, how do you, how do you, how do you feel you've progressed over the course of time from sample bag to now? Definitely. Um, I'm definitely just, I wouldn't say a totally different producer, but I just have learned a lot. Um, you know, and that's, the album's fire um he did those beats justice um that'll always be like a really important one in my heart shout out to prose just because um that yeah that's my brother man just because like that was really one of the first um collab joints i did full project joints i did with an artist and i'll always appreciate that shit so um you know it's it's really just um you know, a pre a preset for just what's what's to come because both like you're gonna see both of our growth, you know what I'm saying? Um on the next joint. And it's just um it's just dope, you know what I'm saying? To be able to create art with your with your peoples, like with your brother, with your, you know, with your homie. So um but yeah like I've definitely grown. I've learned a lot. I actually have like completely different approaches to how I make shit now and um 
I'm really able to uh, experiment a lot more just because I'm opening up like my ears to new shit, new sounds, new samples. Um, it's rare that I'll just pass completely on a sample unless it's like reckless. Right. So, so it's like, you know, I'm, I'm getting there, man. I'm getting to where um, I'm in a good place mentally with my sound. And um, that doesn't mean I'm going to stay, you know, complacent, but it just means that I know, I know the direction I'm headed. You know what I'm saying? So, right. And that's the important part, you know, like, it's, it's like, like, it's as much, it's as much about the journey as it is about the destination type shit sure. you know and um that's the part you know what i mean it's a fucking fun part yeah man yeah you know you, you, you know like getting there is getting there is the fun part and like you know like being there is cool but like right it's it's all about it's all about the game man you just when you get to look back and see how far um it's it's kind of amazing sometimes it's kind of amazing yeah. i'm not gonna lie it really is. And like, you know, like, you know, you know, like speaking of that, like, when did you when did you first notice that more people were starting to pay attention to your art? You know, like people like Zay and of course, you know, like, you know, I mean, like, you know, um, uh, Raz Fresco, who you also just uh, who, who you just worked with not too long ago. Like, when did you start noticing more eyes on your shit? Um. Honestly, like, I don't think it was like any one moment. I think just over time, like it just came at different instances, like, you know, different people hit me up at different times. Me and Pros have been locked in obviously for, for a good minute, but um but yeah, as far as Raz, shout out to Raz, um, Raz Fresco. He um he hit me up, I think it was in like late 2019, you know what I'm saying. Um and, and mentioned me being on uh, Magneto 2. So um I don't know. It's it never really was even a plan, you know what I'm saying? I think he seen one of my beats retweeted or something and then he DM me to uh send a pack. I sent a pack and um ended up on the intro of Magneto 2 and then um later on he used a different beat from the pack on the second half of the intro on Magneto 5. So right. That's so cool. yeah. It was just a matter of fucking spread, you know, spreading my my shit, you know, posting and just people hearing it and boom, you know what I mean? Yeah, facts. And and you know, like I know I know you also tend to kind of work a la carte sometimes where you just like have a bunch of beats and then just like have people kind of look through them like you use track train pretty frequently and like I see your links go out all the time. Um yeah, yeah. like you know like you know like when like when you're making beats like do you like do you have a preference between um do you have a preference between like making beats and having people like sift through them and pick them or do you prefer to make stuff for people like do you prefer one or the other or like are there benefits or you know like cons to both i don't know why i asked that question like that but like which of those do you prefer (laughs) (laughs) that was good um I mean, I like Track Train um, just because it's super, like, user-friendly. Um, it doesn't give me hell when I try to upload a fucking beat. Um, 
and it's pretty simple with the pricing and it's simple with um the fact that it already has uh this sounds like a tractor train ad <laughs> but it's um it just already has like your your rights um typed out that people can check um shit like that so it's convenient as far as like if you want to buy a beat boom you bought it it's sent right uh i don't have to fuck with it but as far as like being a creative being a producer i really like creating tailored packs for artists um i just that's that's what i've been focusing on that's honestly why i haven't dropped any projects lately because um while I'd love to do both, I can't really put my mind um, in a strain like that, I guess, to create like essentially whole albums for artists in packs and then like try to create my own album. So, I mean, hey, if you can do that, more power to you. I'm not like, you know, saying right. don't do all this at once. <laughs> but for me personally, um, I just like to focus on one thing at a time. So when I'm ready to focus on a project and I feel satisfied with what I've sent out, um, that's probably what I'll do. But, um, but yeah, I always love, you know, tailoring shit and cause I feel pretty confident in my ear, um, that I just know what specific artists might like. And that's, you know, that's my favorite part especially hearing back, you know, and finding out that, you know, they did fuck with it. That's like the best part. Right. And, you know, great that you mentioned that because now, because now we got to talk about the gun placement. We got to talk about hell on earth part two, which like, I didn't like get to tell you, tell you this, but like, shit, congratulations. Like, that's just, thank you, man. Wow. Son. (laughs) It's just like it, Oh, of course it's like no nah, like it sounds fantastic and having it like it's crazy to me to see that it was like right at the beginning of the album it was like it's it, it's like the second or third song on side yeah. b yep, yep. Like, and, and yeah like and, and yeah like i'm just i just realized i'm talking then like people might not know what i'm talking about sovereign has a beat on west side guns hitler was from side b um hitler was from eight excuse me side b um hell on earth part two um, with Benny and Conway, the whole Griselda's on it. Like it's 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 fucking crazy. If you haven't heard it, go listen. It's it's nuts. Um, so like talk to so like when did you when did you make that beat? Like did you make it and like he found it or like did you make it for him? Like how did that come to life? Um, basically, I made the beat. Um, it was part of a five track EP I dropped. Um, I want to say mid twenty nineteen. Um, so, I mean, I dropped it, um, you know, obviously as the instrumental and like, it got some listens and shit, but it wasn't like, oh, you know, this is beat of the fucking year. Um, it was just, you know, part of my EP. Um, and then, uh, the homie Sadu, shout out to Sadu Gold. Shout out to Sadu Gold, bro. He's the best. That's, (laughs) That's my guy. Um, he came across it, I guess, on my SoundCloud and just hit me randomly one day and was like, yo, that shit's crazy. Um, Gotta get that to Gun now. And uh, yeah, that's what happened. You know, we got the beat over to Gun and he ended up fucking with it. And uh, then me and Gun tapped in later and uh, I figured out that it was on Hitler 8. I just didn't know when <laughs> or, you know, 
what what the fuck was going on so but yeah i i found out pretty pretty in advance probably like eight or nine months in advance that that shit was on hillary i just you know kept it low until i knew for sure for sure right because you know like there are, you know like there's been plenty of instances where people you know like people have been promised to have a beat on an album and then you know you go hear it and it's not there so no i get the i get the reservation it happens and it's never a dis like on the person it's just like yo we went a different direction or you know whatever so like i definitely was like uh, understanding that that happens sometimes and i didn't want to necessarily get my hopes up but like you know when he followed me and just hit me and was like yeah yeah um you know we're using that shit benny's on it um i didn't even know conway was on it until it dropped so um that shit was hard you know what i'm saying um forever appreciative of that shit and um feels good to be a part of something that's imprinted in hip-hop you know what i'm saying right right um before um before before i move on with the song like yeah i just got i i just gotta give another shout to sadu because yeah like he's like that's the dude we met we met at um we had known each other for a while but we met at supply and demand and just like I like I'm like I'm just now realizing how much of a connector he is like I've just oh, I, yeah, like, I can't I can't tell you how many stories I've heard just like that you know he's it's really and 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 like shit I I first met him in supply and demand too but although we've been tapped for a couple of years now you know what I'm saying right. but I just just now met him and you know it was a pleasure like he's cool as fuck um you know what I'm saying he's just he's just a cool dude like he's not he's not like walking around weird and shit um and he's just always been solid always from the rip so definitely yeah you know yeah he uh he told me he wants to come on here at some point i gotta make that happen so I mean, we're, <laughs> gonna, we're gonna talk about it at some point i promise we're like we're gonna make that happen once my schedule is not fucked up but yeah shout out to sadu just had to make that clear that's that's good people um facts facts so so like so like after so like you so like you had this news so far out like 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 you knew or knew quote unquote it was going to be on the project for about nine months you said and then the day finally comes the shit drops it got delayed a couple times but it finally drops right. and you know like like my my timeline is nothing but like oh shout out sovereign sovereign on the gun album like I'm just like 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 just to kind of see the explosion that happened has been really crazy so like i want to know like what was that like for you to kind of like having known that it was going to happen for so long to just finally have that like for lack of a better word like release and just like have like people just just kind of basking in that moment because it really feels like a feels like a watershed moment for you like yeah yeah um no it was it was beautiful like uh like you said like it didn't really get real until you know a month before and I just kind of heard that the shoe was dropping. Um, but like I said, I didn't know any details. I didn't know that the title was going to be so fucking dope and relevant and fucking, you know, I love the fact that I'm on a song named Hell on Earth Part 2. It's fire. Because um, of the Mob Deep out, reference, right? I was about to say shout out Mob Deep, shout out Prodigy. Yeah. Um, Always. But but that shit, is, that shit is like surreal when you, when you play all that in mind like all 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 the variables there um it just fits to, it fits like a glove you know what i mean the title um the fact that all three of them are on it 
Um, they all three killed their fucking verses. Like, yo. Um, really, I was more focused on just the fact that it's out. Really just listening to it. The fact that, like, this shit comes on and I'm a part of that. You know what I'm saying? Um, the love was just kind of extra you know what I mean like really the fact that people was was vibing with it and it was very few comments I saw that was negative you know what I'm saying so um that was that was just extra I really was just relieved to hear the shit you know what I'm saying (laughs) but yeah everybody's been showing love um you know I couldn't I couldn't ask for a better you know or a better result Right. Like just, you know, just like all that work you've been putting in these last couple of years and then to just have it like you're just there, you know, like it's just like and then and, and then, you know, of course, like you're working with Coach Bombay 3000 now and like and like, and, and, you know, like he's That's working cool. with Rome Streets and yeah, like, yeah, yeah man, right. like shout out to Bombay and all of them. Like, so just like to see you kind of make it to that point where people where, you know, like you had your supporters and like your day ones, like you said before, but like now like now like the lights like really on you and like you got like a manager and like you're a part of a team and like just you know like it's just like seeing that step up like seeing you kind of make that make it at that point like it kind of dovetails really nicely with this renewed interest and like I hate this fucking word because it's so overused but like just like just like this like grittier kind of rap I really try not to use that word no more but like you know like it's 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 hard to think of another one sometimes but yeah you should, just you know like this kind of like resurgence in like in just like more like traditional rap stuff you know like it's kind of come up and you know like you know of course like with uh, Griselda's rise and of course like Rock Marcy kind of set it off back in 2010 but like it's mm. you know like it's at the point now where like like Griselda's playing Rolling Loud you know like like you know they were on Jimmy Fallon two years ago like that's nuts to me like seeing them seeing them on fucking seeing artists like Griselda on a show like Jimmy Fallon in I think what was that 2019 or 2020 like just really crazy to me and to see you kind of to see you kind of find your place in that now is just dope to me because you've been working for it and you deserve it so I guess like the very last thing I want to ask you to wrap this up is like as you're like since you're at this moment like what do you feel what do you feel you bring what do you feel to what what do you feel you bring to whatever you want to call this scene whether you want to call it like underground boom bap whatever the fuck like what do you feel you bring to all of this that nobody else does Hmm. That's a good question because, um, you know, I never, I never look at like anybody as competition or, you know, I'm not competing for anything. Um, But I, I just feel like not that anybody else doesn't have it to offer, but at the end of the day, like I'm always just going to be me like plain and simple. Um, I don't see anything changing. I don't see any, type of like position I could get in or amount of money I could make or um, anywhere I could live that would ever change uh, how I act, how I think, my moral value. Um, And the fact that 
I've been through some shit and I feel like, you know, I have something to offer in, in, in that aspect as well. Um, just with certain moves I want to make one day, um, I'm more of just a, how can I help person? You get what I'm saying? It's not a lot of people out here like that. Um, that's a fact anymore. It's just kind of like every man for themselves, which is fine. Um, because that's what we're taught. You know what I'm saying? But as you, as you, I feel like as you become an adult, as you get older, you, you gain sympathy. You, you become empathetic to certain things, certain situations, because you understand now you didn't have that range. Um, so I just feel like if I'm ever, well, when I am in a position to do something about something, you know, that I'm passionate about, I'm going to do that. Um, a lot of people just, kind of let it go you know what I mean they just they let it go they let it go and and I don't like that um I think everything should just be a how can I help situation you get what I'm saying so um I'll never just be worried about how can I eat um because if if it's just me eating then I don't want it so that's that's how I feel it doesn't have to be lonely at the top you know like and it's not and 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 like I'm happy you said that because like it doesn't even have to be a competition thing I just think it's like you know like I just think like I just think it's really great I just think it's really dope that you that look like you're already thinking about that type of shit you know like it's just great to like a lot of people in terms of that a lot of people a lot of people feel competitive um, and in, in certain lights, um, yeah, is is someone else maybe um, going to be given a, an opportunity or, or a job or a placement that maybe I, I want because maybe they're a little farther along. Um, yeah, that ha- it happens. You know what I mean? It's not it's not like, oh, I'm slighted. Um, nobody's fucking with me. Some people just like jump the gun in, in their thinking and they just are like, I don't know, it's very, it gives like poor me vibes. You know what I mean? Like, um, you know, it's just like, yo, your time will come when the fuck it's supposed to. And um, you just, I don't have any part of me that doesn't think it's not, that it's not going to happen or things is not going to, pardon me, things is not going to happen because I work every single day towards the same goal. So what the next person is doing doesn't affect it. Right. And, you know, like we should all want, like we should all want that for everybody else. You know, like it doesn't, it doesn't have to be you against the world unless like it, it, obviously everyone's journey is different and everyone's experience is different. But like, I feel like a good, like neutral standing point is just like, you should want people to win. You sh- like it's lonely at the yeah. top. You sh- you shouldn't want to be up there by yourself. Like you know, like I you know, like I kind of have these, I kind of have these thoughts as a writer and somebody who also used to like play and make music a little bit when I was younger. Like, you know, like it's just there's nothing I want more than to see people that I fuck with grow and like get to where they want to go. You know, like if there's like it like if there's more of us up top who really care about this shit and it's going to make it easier for more people who want to care about this shit and more people like us 
who grew up with the radio, but started to kind of experiment and dig into the past a little bit as we got older, like that type of person will always, always, always exist. And it's on us to uplift them as much as we can, because like that shit is precious. That shit is priceless. Like it's gold, you know, like that type of mentality is fucking gold. And, you know, like, I'm just, I'm just really happy to see you where you are right now because you worked for it and to see you kind of like planning this out and moving at your own pace type it's, it's just i don't know it's just really it's part like it's part of what i do this for you know like it's, it's, what, it's what that's why Damn something it. like this exists and shit so i'm i'm here for a long time not a good time how about Hell that yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is right on the nose like you know i'm in this so right um I'm grateful. I'm blessed. Um, you know, I'm saying just shout out to everybody that supports, man, because I wouldn't be shit without people fucking with it and, you know, pouring into me every second they can as well. You know, the supporters, um, people, you know, people message me nice things and it doesn't go, um, it doesn't go unnoticed. You know what I mean? It's, it's really, really, you know, appreciated. Even if I can't like sit out and type you a whole fucking paragraph, right. I swear. I, like, you know what I mean? It means everything for real. So, um, cause people at the end of the day don't have to do shit. Um, so the support, the support is dope, man. Like it's genuine. Right. I'm sure it is. And like, yeah, like I know you got a lot more in you and, um, you know, sure. I just, yeah, just like, thank you for taking the time to even talk, you know, like, you know, like, you know, like I've been here for, uh, no, of course, like, I've been here, like, like, I haven't been here that long, but like, I've been here long enough to know that, like, you worked for this, and to see you make it here is dope, so just like, thank you for taking the time to come on my silly fucking movie music (laughs) podcast type shit, like, (laughs) no, it was refreshing, the movie questions were like, all right, damn, I actually have to you know pick my own brain because I don't even know these answers so no it was it was dope I appreciate it man and and it was a pleasure for real Uh, yeah definitely like no like a real pleasure like thank you thank you for everything and um let me know when you start weeds because the first five seasons are tight the first five seasons are cool skip over six and then maybe watch seven and eight but all right bet I'm definitely gonna let you know I think hell yeah